Ross Rocklin was a frequent contributor to the pulp science fiction magazines that flourished during the long middle stretch of the 20th century, from the 1930s into, say, the 1960s, and he remains today one of the most fondly remembered names of that period. He published more than 100 stories, the two most famous being The Men in the Mirror, 1938, and Time, Once a Skeleton, 1941 both of which appeared in the premier magazine of the field, Astounding Science Fiction, and both of which, it should be noted, take place in the asteroid belt. The story here has grown out of a much shorter one Ross wrote towards the end of his career. He had meant it to be published in analog, as Astounding had now become. But its editor, the titanic John W. Campbell, returned it, saying that, quote, science fiction and mystery fiction are incompatible, end quote. Ross's disappointment was compounded by its also being returned by the less venerable but much respected Galaxy. But he held fast to his belief that the asteroid murder case was worthy of publication. He asked me to read it and comment on it. My advice was that he should expand it into a novel, for it seemed to me that the science-fictional setting could not be satisfactorily explored, nor justice done to the murder-mystery storyline in a mere thirteen thousand words. We were discussing all this, with an eye to collaborating on the larger version, when, a few days later, near the end of October of 1988, Ross very unexpectedly died. He had been my closest friend for more than twenty years. Those familiar with what is now called the golden age of science fiction may have noticed that Ross was very much at home in the asteroid belt. He wrote at least eight stories set against that shifting, fragmented landscape, surely more than any other writer of that time or since. It had occurred to me more than once over the years that the posthumous publication of The Asteroid Murder Case would be, should be, and perhaps if revised and enlarged, could be a fitting capstone to such a career. Reflecting further, I found that what I would most like to do would be to take Ross's spurned and forgotten tale and transform it into the quintessential Ross Rockland asteroid story. That may seem a challenging, even a vaunting ambition, and it is. But how, after recognizing the desirability of doing such a thing, could I not make the attempt? Any question as to whether I have succeeded in that attempt must be left to the listener to decide. I should add, after the former, that I have of course retained Ross's characters, settings, and main storyline. But I have embroidered freely and without hesitation, incorporating into the story several new elements, of which I think that he, who had less of the writer's usual vanity, than any other writer I've met, would have approved. These include a new character, who looms rather large in the last few chapters, and who, of course, cannot be named at this point. And finally, a confession. As I worked on the script, I had in mind a secret purpose, and that was to produce a story that could be enjoyed by audiences today but which the readers of Startling Stories in 1945, that is to say, in Ross's heyday, would not have considered out of place in the pages of that magazine. I hope that those imagined readers 
would have found the story as much fun to read as I have found it to write. I extend that hope to any and all actual readers and listeners. I would like to thank Keith Rocklin for his generous permission to publish his father's old story in its present form. Arthur Jean Cox, Los Angeles, California, June 2011